trending news right now. Joined by Adekunle Owolabi, social commentator. How are you this Thursday, Ade? Hi, uh, morning, Asanda. I'm doing good. And, and yourself? I'm good. Thank you very much. At least you don't have to deal with load shedding. So when you say you're doing well, we believe you. You're not just saying it to make <laughs> us feel some type of way. <laughs> but how's the week been for you? We're almost at the end of it. It has uh, been quite a busy week. Um, we had um, another earthquake in, in um, Afghanistan and we had a tremor. We felt a tremor and that was like two days ago. It was it was actually quite um, scary. But And this is like the second time in just uh, less than a month happening. So we just... Um, yeah hoping that uh, it's, it subsides now and 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 um, things can go, go back to normal. Well, things are back to normal now, but we just don't want to see any other uh, natural disasters uh, happening. Yes, absolutely. Hoping everything goes well there. Okay, let's talk uh, with us then. Hashtag National Shutdown has been doing the rounds on social media, especially on Twitter. And uh, we saw yesterday the N4 in Nelspruit, uh, Bumalanga, being closed by those protesting against the ever-increasing fuel prices. So uh, people are calling for a shutdown because they're just not able to cope with all the rising prices. And uh, specifically now triggering this movement or hashtag is the increasing fuel prices. Uh, tell us more. Um, it, it's not really a surprise to see that uh, people are beginning to show reactions or, shall I say, uh, pass a message to the government to uh, to explain or to express how they're feeling the pinch from the rising cost of living in the country, especially when it comes to petrol prices, because it affects everything in, in the country. And it's been really been trending in the country and People praising Nelspruit for showing everyone how a shutdown is made. No announcement, no tweet. They're even surprised how did this message pass around and the rest of the country didn't get the memo. And there's just a lot of messages. Um, and some even even mocked them to say they, they could have actually um, reached out to the rest of the country. This would have actually been a successful national shutdown. But I think it was sort of strategic because the message was clear, the media got the attention, and everyone in the rest of the country was good attention as well because um, transportation, uh, movement of goods um, to neighboring um, countries were, were were put on hold and people could not move around as they were expected to. Yeah. And I think it's now up to the government to, to respond to this because um, how are they going to address this? Because the petrol price hike is actually affecting everyone, not just people from Nelspruit only, but um, everyone in the country. And um, we just don't know how the government to respond. But it's quite a lot of tweets, Sandra, quite a lot of people saying so many things, expressing how this has actually affected um, their livelihood and their cost of living. And this route is used a lot by trucks, uh, transporting much-needed goods. And I'm wondering to our truck driver family members if they were affected. Please let us know, family, and, and how you were affected in that. So reports of stone throwing there also, were these related to this particular protest or, or shutdown of the uh, Actually... Actually, it's not. It's not related to it as being uh, claimed by the, um, 
but the um, story uh, by the uh, police rather they did mm -hmm. say that it's not re related and i know that for, at some point i used to stay in bombella as well and it it sometimes happens and and it's it, it just something that yeah it's just it randomly happens and it's just i think it's just the timing and when this um protest is happening and and now we had the stone throwing as well and there are two routes obviously they could have used another route and they did mention that for now if anyone sees um if he's feeling unsafe they cannot use alternative route and we, we it's, it's not related and and, and also and you know messages also like um the the taxi industry they were not informed but some taxis did not work so it's just a bit we're not entirely sure how this was planned mm -hmm. but at least it's for the greater good they put the message out there they've had enough it's enough they want government to review the petrol prices in the country we need to take a short break and we'll continue just wrapping up on this hashtag, the first one. Adekunle Olabi, social media commentator, joining us for our trending news here on SFM Sound Awake. Trending news right now. In conversation with Adekunle Owalabi, social media commentator, then on those trending news, and we're still on that first hashtag, uh, a national shutdown. Commuters are de in townships were left stranded as uh, buses and taxis were not operating. You mentioned on the taxis they were not operating and, and buses. And I'm wondering, uh, when these kind of shutdowns happen, is it really a national shutdown or is it uh, you know, those who are middle class and poor who get affected? Uh, it, it affected everyone because the roads were blocked and people couldn't move and even those that had their cars couldn't use the road and and buses um, were also turned back as well this even some of the buses were coming from uh, neighboring countries too who actually um used the n4 they couldn't use it so it was something that actually affected everyone and i think the taxi had to join in solidarity as well because they also didn't uh, they, they had to um change uh, um, the price because it's not something that they wanted to do but they were sort of forced to do it because the the petrol has gone up and they also had to increase the taxi fare and um, I think it affected everyone. It's just something that I think m most of the people were not aware of it. So the, the shutdown came as a surprise. And that was why people were not prepared for it. And they were not even ready. Even the rest of the country were surprised too uh, when they saw that, wow, national shutdown, where is this happening? Oh, oh it's a nail spread. Okay. And where else again? Oh, that's the only place. So then... Then people are also asking why is this really a national shutdown when it's only happening in 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 one particular area? But it's it's, it's uh, it affected everyone. So the latest then for today, uh, what do we know? Because there were reports saying that the N4 has been cleared. Does this mean that uh, the traffic will be back to normal, or it would still be slow? What's what's the latest? Yeah, tr traffic will be back to, to normal. And um, and I think maybe with this might have given the rest of the country some sort of int and maybe there might come, there might be another one or maybe that was probably enough and they probably think the government have gotten the message. And I think the government needs to, um, the relative uh, uh, department needs to now um, try to see how to, to, to address this and because we wouldn't want to actually get to see um, the actual national shutdown and which will have even more um, more effect in on the economy and also on the livelihood. Now, imagine if we have to have a national shutdown across the country 
and we have to have to now recover from it and, and all of that. So we don't have to see that before we get a response. So the government needs to be proactive in this and 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 see how they can actually uh, um, address um, the, the issue of this uh, fuel price. Even in the UAE, prices have been increased too. So it's not just South Africa. So we also need to understand we have a lot of oil in this region, but prices still have to go up. It's not like we are importing. We have oil here, but the prices have to go up. Yeah. All right. Let's talk hashtag Enyabeni Mass Service now. Bishop Andy Lembete delivering a moving sermon there at the funeral service of the 21 children who died at that tavern last week, talking about the pain of losing a child. This took place at Scenery Park Sports Field. Um, it, the emotional gathering. It, it was. It was. Um, we even that uh, this, the memorial service uh, has happened. We will always remember. We will always go back to this. We will always um, reflect on this. We will always um, find ways to to see how this is not um, going to happen again. But on Twitter, there's quite a lot of messages that has been going back and forth. And um, in your Beni uh, mass funeral, the hashtag has been trending. And mm. because of the, the reaction that uh, people actually felt from the, from the whole uh, operation um, of, of the program that was, that was held, and some were really concerned that some even think we are dramatic in South Africa, that we're more concerned about the, the, the issues that happened during the funeral than the actual cost of the, of the debt in the first place. And it doesn't, it, so there are also the reaction on, from the family as well, not in taking part. Some of the families not taking part in the whole um, uh, funeral service also was was also something that people reflected on, and there were quite a lot of comments flying around, and people were giving their opinion and their thought around it. And um, but we, I think it's quite a sensitive um, um, topic to to discuss, and knowing that the the families um, also might want some privacy and mm. some sort of. Um, 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 closure. Well, we don't have closure yet, as we've been told that we still need to wait for the outcome of the test. So, um, and they actually also caution everyone not to the rule out stampede, and they also do not want people to make assumptions until we have the actual um, uh, result of the test. Yeah, it's quite tragic, and I think, as you say, the closure is needed because at the time of this service, we were still saying these deaths are mysterious and that i feel for me just makes it more painful that we don't know Uh, but uh, toxicology reports are not yet finalized there by the ec health department so and can we blame some of the family members for not showing up on the mass service because they they do have a lot of blame that they've received for the general public and uh, negative judgment especially those who are the parents of these children Uh, i mean over and above the fact that they might want to have their own private services but can we blame them? I mean, we, we have been pointing the finger at the family members and especially the parents of these children. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's also, the, you know, the views might be uh, w- definitely I'm not in their shoes and reasons why some of them might have. I'm just going to speculate. And I think we should look at it from this um, um, angle where they're having a mass uh, funeral service. And I think some families may not have wanted that. They might probably would have preferred to have individual separate services, be it may, 
but nonetheless maybe this could have this after the service they could still have their own service if they want to but because of the how the the the, the situation and how this this um this uh, children lost their lives they will probably um, government might have thought they should have done it collectively and and and, and all that but maybe they had a different idea and again and also um and this is not being insensitive but mm. you know the government has also i think they've met them halfway to, in a way to organize the funeral the government doesn't have to and but they are doing this and and i do not think this is part of the response of the government to organize the funeral but they are coming i think it's also in a way like you know it got to a point where we blame the government at some point but also these kids shouldn't have Hello, Ade. I think we've lost Ade Kunle there in terms of our phone lines. Don't know what's going on. Some comments then on our poll question. Uh, it's just, uh, okay, this one is not on our poll. This is on the Palapala Pala Farm, just on WhatsApp. Uh, anonymous saying, hi, the president is innocent until proven guilty. Sins of the president is exposed in corruption. Is coming for all corrupt MPs now, and they want a loophole to step him down. Uh, thank you there. Thanks, Anonymous, for your comments. We'll take a short break and then uh, continue with our trending news. Trending news right now. All right, Ada, we have you back. I understand there. Uh, just continue on that uh, topic then and in terms of the point that you were making. Um, and, and maybe let's talk about the lessons then. I mean, we've been looking at what are the lessons that we, we need to take from this as we reflect as a country. Scenery Park, we were hearing, because this is also part of our uh, poll question today, to say, does it help to raise the age limit of, of drinking from 18 to 21? We're hearing the president saying that Scenery Park has 2,000 taverns, but there's no recreational facilities there. So there's a responsibility on the part of uh, local and national government to, to change that. Your thoughts? I think I think um, it's it's a good thing um, that we're discussing this, and and I think it's a good point that the the president was also an, analyzing this in front of everyone and also to the rest of the country. Um, yes, I think increasing the age may not do much, make much of a difference, and considering the fact that even the kids that uh, lost their lives were even much younger than 18 years and 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 all of that so we need to also begin to look at it like um finding ways to get them engaged and if they don't have a uh, recreation um, facilities and and they have 2000 taverns uh, then that's that's uh, that's a lot and and all that so they need to we need to begin to look at um bring the professionals and and find um, how to actually um, find ways of, of getting them from being distracted by this um, vices in the society. And um, I think with that, we would be able to to see how to get f- to move forward. And better still, we may still have more, um, I mean, facilities for them, but you st- it doesn't entirely solve the problem. But I think it would be one of the ways for us to 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 get them it's a process it's not something that would be like oh we have facilities now can you stop alcohol we need psychologists we need counselors we need social workers we need parents we need 
everyone to get involved, churches, organizations to get involved and find ways to to rebuild the society. And I think it's a it's a big lesson for the country as a whole. Like everyone can actually, um, we are all learning from this, and um, and it has been a point of reference in every most conversations, um, even uh, Twitter spaces that I've attended, and we all reflected on this and and finding what can we learn from this and how can we prevent underage drinking and on, not just drinking, smoking and all sort of things like that. And, um, and um, it's not just South Africa, but we, we need to, we need to really address this now. And I read when you, I heard you when you were talking about um, the top uh, drinking countries in the world, we're not, we're not we're far from the from the from the top drinkers in the in the world and um and you know we don't have to, we don't see these problems maybe they happen and they don't bring it to the media but we we don't want to uh, put a benchmark on the success of uh, of the country with other people but it is something that we need to address and 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 it, it needs to action needs to happen immediately yeah. and 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 getting it uh, resolved it's showing us that it's not the actual consumption of alcohol. There's something more to it that comes with that, that, that results in these tragedies and these behaviors that we are denouncing now and trying to curb. So talking about the multi-pronged and multi-party approach to this, I mean, the president, Ramaphosa, also saying that government can't be everywhere. Communities need to step in and step up. And the bishop who was delivering the, the moving sermon at the service, Bishop Andilembete, saying that let's also not put alcohol on display in our homes for our, our children to see. And, and also talking about, you know, birthday parties. If a child is having a fifth birthday party, the parents have their, you know, adult friends there. And it becomes no longer about the child's turning five, but we are drinking there as the parents, as the moms and dads, when it's supposed to be a children's party. What do you make of the sentiments of the bishop? I think I think it is it's quite spot on, and and there is we all we all know that um, children um, they probably practice what you do then and practice what you say so these are things that um, it has become a norm and we need to change our lifestyle we need to change how we actually um we did something that i think almost everyone out there might have done it un- unconsciously and 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 guilty of it and we may not uh have, we may not have, have the intention of doing of actually making them to to embrace it but they see us doing these things and we need to really um it, it was right i i, I do agree with the, with the bishop and i think it is a, a very uh, quite a valid uh, point he had made and and i think we get that we should also adjust that in our lifestyle it will be also interesting. I guess that will be another debate because some parents will say, no, but I want to normalize drinking for my children so that when they get older or are of the drinking age, alcohol is not something they binge on because it was normal for them. They know it must be in moderation. So, yeah, the de- the debate continues, but we definitely need to take those lessons and uh, agreeing on both sides of that, uh, in, my, in my view. I-, I agree with the bishop, and I guess I would also see the understanding on the other part of that uh, side of, of the coin. You were saying earlier that we uh, were also criticized as a country for looking at what wasn't important in terms of what transpired at the funeral service. Talking of the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, caught on camera, struggling to stay awake. He was falling asleep there uh, instead of focusing on what this actual funeral service was about. So what were people saying then about, uh, just briefly, because I honestly also don't don't think this is what we should focus on, about the president uh, falling asleep? 
Yes, uh, there was there was um, a particular tweet that actually stood out, and and the person was actually um, saying that um, all these uh, twenty one coffins in the in the tent are allegedly empty because families opted uh, to be uh, for a private burials, but this country loves theatrics and they chose to have a, to mock this mass funeral instead of dealing with how accessible alcohol and drugs are to the kids. And, and that stood out and it was quite, a, uh, quite thoughtful of the person to have shared that tweet and because uh, Enyo Beni mass funeral was trending for the wrong reasons in, in of course, in my, in my opinion. And, and I felt like we should actually, I agree with this um, uh, Twitter handle and I think uh, we should have actually been as a country we we need to be, work together and um and we're not just uh, this is not a time to to make mockery of the president or 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 whatever drama they think they might have seen at the at the funeral we kids have lost their lives and and the family are yet to have closure and um we we uh, we mourning as a nation and we have a crisis on our hands and not just in your Beni. and this is because it's it's Beni is for us is a case study if i'll put it that way so we all need to learn from this mm. and we do not want to see a repetition of this um, from happening and um, it's more it's a, it's a crisis on our hands and calling the president calling for for the community to for help is also a good call and we need to also understand that we can leave everything onto government we can leave everything onto the teachers parents everyone leaders societies we need to come together and and, and help um, every one of us absolutely on an entertainment note then let's talk hashtag burner boy he's doing the rounds there as well the nigerian singer songwriter and producer he's coming to south africa to perform as one of the headline acts at the dstv delicious festival I'm, I'm, I wasn't so surprised. It, this is Bono Boy season, and I think it's 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 he, he's, it's, it's a, he's long, a South African. Some people are like his season has started like a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, getting MTV yeah, awards in 2015, 2014. Uh, this guy's season is has lasted, eh? Yeah, it's 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 his time. I'm happy that he's he's going to be headlining the event with uh, Babyface, and I think uh, people are going to. Probably rush the tickets and um, and and get them to see uh, Bonaboy um, do Africa proud again at the at the event. It's going to be really it's going to be really nice. And um, he's it's a South African boy. I will put it that way, not just uh, African boy because his home his home is also South Africa too. So he's like coming back home and um, and and I think he will have a good time and he will put up a, a good show for everyone. Um, if I'm around, this is September. I would definitely come around to. To, to see as well it, it would be nice to to be there and um and and enjoy the the event yes it's going to be in september i think it would be an exciting one for a lot of uh, those who took a you know back seat because of everything that's been happening in the world uh, looking forward to it so i mean grammy award winning burner boy as i say mtv award winning as well bet are winning and when he gets to stage it just takes everything <laughs> uh, his new album then uh, is that what he is uh, earmarked to be performing from his new album which is uh, according to vanguard news a nigerian publication uh, going to be released tomorrow it's called love damini is he going to be performing from that or we're going to hear some of his old things old uh, offerings i think i think i think i think from his uh, previous uh, shows he's been doing songs from his um 
I think it's a collective. There was one that they did in New York. Um, I can't remember the name of the of the event, but there was one I did in New York, and it was he gave them about over thirty songs, and I was like, okay, how did this guy get the strength to do all of this? Mm -hmm. And he's been giving songs from his new album, and I think tomorrow the the launch coming uh the release rather it's it's actually people i'm actually also waiting as well and um, we've i've only had two songs downloaded from the album is mm -hmm. yet to release them so hopefully um it would be released tomorrow and uh, we can uh, get used to the song so we have uh, lip singing uh, skills in intact and we'll be singing <laughs> on, on, on at the event get your get your uh, what do they call the wooden mic out and then do yeah. your thing <laughs> so love damini i mean it's a six studio album as we're saying it's going to be released tomorrow what do you think it's about i mean damini is his real name uh, his first name damini ebunolua ogulu that's his real name what do you think this album is about it sounds like it's personal yeah, I think it is. It is personal, and it's 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 probably when maybe when I get to hear the rest of the song. But I mean, having to see the album cover and and um, how the the two songs that is released, I think it's it's maybe talking about itself, his journey, and and where he started from and where he is now. He's been he's been around. Is 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 just been amazing to see. How how you know the way he is now the level of his of his influence and his music the reach it has gone and it's actually said he's not doing Afrobeat is is an Afrofusion or something that he called it now okay. so it's it's interesting how it's, it's it's the genre has changed so maybe that's what we should be expecting when the album drops tomorrow and we should be expecting some sort of fusion of um. Of, of different sound and he said it features some great legends he features some legends in spiritual album and more legends we should be uncovering as well tomorrow so i'm really looking forward to it exciting yes. to to see to hear it lady smith black mambas or being one of those uh, legends on our side anyway uh, that's a great one to end it on let's leave it on that note and uh, thanks again for joining us Ade. a great uh, weekend to you until we chat again please be safe no more earthquakes we pray to god now yeah, thank you so much, Asanda. I would always good to be here, and um, I'll chat to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you. Adekunle Owolabi, social commentator, discussing trending news.